Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Friday, February 18th. I am happy to be back. Mike, I missed you. I was depressed and now I feel better. In this episode, we're going to review the Champions League that just was. We're going to look at the, the upcoming games. But first, Mikey Mike, it is the quadrannual El Dushiko Spurs versus Manchester City at the Etihad. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling, Mike? Yeah, and you know, they have me right where they want me, Tottenham do, because they're awful. They're unwatchable. They're frustrating. Uh, they're disjointed. They're all these things. And yet, if you look at their record recently against Manchester City, when they're looking uh, and playing like shit, then they actually come out and play well against City. So City uh, flying high as usual, oh, right? I mean, how many, that's five in a – well, four out of five. The other was a draw. They beat the fucking shit out of Sporting in I the will, week on the yeah. road. I'll do the scores in a minute, yeah. I am going to believe in them because yes! – because because it makes because it makes fucking no sense not to. Yeah, no sense to believe in them. I love it. I love These it. These are the games where they show up. So we'll do the scores and we'll get right to it. First in the Premier League, Manchester United defeat my beloved Brighton. Brighton were strong in the first half, and then a red card for my friend Mr. Dunk, and then uh, backyard Mr. Ronaldo puts uh, United in front. It's his first goal in six games. And everything is right in the United world. They pick up a late goal to win 2-0. Into the champions. I know we go international, but not often. PSG defeat Real Madrid. Oh, Messi misses a penalty. Real Madrid don't take a shot on target. Woof. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. They play really defensive. It's actually disgusting. City go to Portugal and stomp sporting. Uh, They have one of their games where when City's shots go in, they really beat you really badly. And that happened. Red Bull Salzburg, formerly of Ralph Ragnick's stomping ground, draw 1-1 for mighty Bayern Munich. Oh, if the away goals rule still existed, that would be a big goal. It wasn't. Uh, Inter. Home at the San Siro, stifle Liverpool, but Liverpool, again, they're really good, and they find a goddamn way, the sons of bitches. But next week, we have Chelsea versus Lille, Villarreal, Juventus, Benfica, Ajax, and then the battle of two terrible teams that probably shouldn't be here and have fallen apart since they qualified for these groups, Atletico Madrid versus Man United. That will be Mm -hmm. the game that everyone is paying attention to for the next round. Mike, where do you want to go? I want to start with um, with PSG Real Madrid because we talked. I talked about it in the in the preview mm. that this was a huge game for Pochettino. He for all the fanfare that he got in the summer, um, you know, everybody was you know excited about him potentially leaving or whatever. And then PSG made a big grand gesture and said he's coming back. He's staying. This is the basically shit or get off the pot moment. I mean, this for, is their whole season. Well, of course, but like this is historically with PSG, you get two, maybe three kicks at the can in Champions League and you're out the door. So this is his second, I think, second mm. full time through it, right? Maybe mm-hmm. third. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember because the COVID years all blend together at this point. But um, <laughs> but look, uh, you know, for as much as Madrid was uh, un-Madrid, right? Um, no shots very, on target, as you alluded to. They basically very gave, defensive. Like- they gave PSG everything that they could want. Yeah, they came really close to getting away with yeah. it, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Mbappe scores in the 94th minute 
to give Correct. them the goal that they needed. So yeah. uh, all to play for in the second leg. It's certainly not done and dusted, but um, but almost right, almost for 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 Madrid. So um, in my, in the back of my mind, I'm I, I'm watching PSG it through the prism of how does this affect Mauricio Pochettino? Not necessarily because I want him back at Tottenham or anything, just because I still find him to be well. One it of the most it becomes a, a deck shuffle, and then does it. Does the thing open up to everything? Does he go to United? Does it? Does Rangnick right. talk to him? Does he go back to Spurs? Does all the you know the the deck chairs it all comes around again? Yep. Everything starts moving again and again. Like we've said and been a theme of this season, the especially after the um the the Super League, the power of the Premier League is so huge that mm-hmm. if you are not at Bayern, PSG, or Real yeah. Madrid. Or well, Barca's different because they have like that weird culture. You have to be in the Premier League. Even yeah. even the Crystal Palace job is a good job. Even well, Aston Villa is a good job. Well, like any job. Look at look at Conte, League. right? Conte won Serie A last year with Inter and was like, "I'm out of here." So yeah, um, he, he 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 left and he ended up at fucking Spurs. Yeah, you're gonna tell me that that's a better job than Inter? No chance, right? Historically, it isn't, but I think it is, especially if you watch. What just happened in Syria? I think, but it's, you know, it's these- well, it's a combination of yes, the Premier League is the best place to be, but that who does that draw? Egos, right? Mm-hmm. So Conte goes, yeah. I mean, I won Syria. Nobody's fucking paying attention. I mean, know? it was a big deal. It, but I know, I know. But at the same time, it's like all of my, all of the 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 men that I measure myself against are my, in my peer England. group, right? I can right. be the king of. Coaches. The co-ops, the peps, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, and then and then so. you know, you the, with Inter, it was Chinese investors. They were all trying to get into soccer because she thought that soccer was cool. They spent billions of dollars kissing his ass, and the <laughs> second he stopped being into soccer, they've all bounced. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like, you know, as much as we can make, I mean, make fun of the PIF. Uh, for Saudi Arabia, make fun of Qatar with PSG, make fun of um, make fun of Abu Dhabi owning Manchester City, regardless of their of their goals that journalists have put on them. They really are football fans and really care about making these teams win. I don't care what the goals are. When your team is owned by Saudi princes, they're fucking serious. Yeah. Like it's nice, absolutely <laughs> right. I don't want a chi- a weird Chinese uh, technocrat who's trying to kiss Chi's ass. At least the Qataris, the, the Arab money is just like, yeah, we want to win. This shit matters. Like mm-hmm. PSG's now on year ten, City's on year fifteen. They're not fucking around. No, no. <laughs> it's actually right? amazing to me that if you put it in those terms, that neither of them have won the Champions League yet. That's crazy. It's really, really really fucking hard to win the champions league i know i got close once and then never fucking again it is i don't understand it and and i think actually i I think this is one of those moments that i think we should step back on and do our sort of historical we'll talk inter and liverpool big game big all-time teams inter liverpool this is the european nights and i think it segues into the kind of energy of like you need the gravitas as a club, I don't know how it gets to the players. It, it gets transmitted into the fans. It matters for certain teams more than others. And I think about with American sports how we've we've given that up by player movement, by free agency, by where LeBron goes is the finals. 
and the teams don't have to build to making a finals to win, right? Teams don't stay together long enough. They mm -hmm. get one punch in the nose, the teams break up, right? Like, yeah. you know, does anyone think that, I mean, the Rams kind of, the NFL football, you have to go for it and that's it and you go. You don't make it to the Super Bowl, well, lose, and then make it again. It's I have to – I know we're going to probably go into the American sports a little bit on this episode, but uh, I have to bring up the GM of the Rams. To your point, like go for it. He had a shirt and said, fuck them picks, right, which is brilliant. Yeah. Love yeah, that. Yeah, because Traded a GM picks, should say Stafford, fuck Got Stafford, Miller. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's – I think one of the things that's – disconnected from American fandom. And I focus a lot on the NBA because I just, I follow the drama of everything that's not the games. They literally don't talk about the games. No. The games are not material. Everything goes from trade deadline to who's a free agent in the summer, not the games. And while we lament, sometimes in the Premier League, there's not enough to talk about because all we have is the games, <laughs> right? Like, well, look, we don't... The yeah, the NFL is like that because it has eight months of offseason, essentially, right? So I, yeah. I they get a pass. Baseball, yeah, but the games, but the games in the NFL at least drive the they, narrative. No, they matter, right? Exactly. Yeah, and so there's just so much more room for England and Europe as a whole to grow. And the weird thing about this is that they don't have anything else. So I don't understand. Like, <laughs> you ever? You ever find yourself thinking like with all the technology we have and all the things at our disposal that we have the balls to sometimes like say we're bored. Whereas like 200 years ago, 300 years ago, like I would have killed myself. I would have been sitting here like, like that's what do you guys do the rest of the week? Like, you know, <laughs> it's like, well, they, they do baseball. a lot of drinking. I don't think that they, I, I, I think one thing that we assume is that, they know more about soccer than we do. They don't. We know and care about football more than they do because our culture about sport is way crazier than theirs. Like they don't, they, it's Saturday comes and that's it, right? Some yeah. guys are into it. You get the odd weirdos who travel, do their travel and away days. So on one hand, yes, they, no, the, I would say the percentage, the percentages. Like the the top ten percent, they are significantly deeper than than we are. But right, but eleven casuals? Through, no, no chance. It's yeah. not even close. No, it's not even close. I, I mean, would say it's not even close in both directions, right? Like that yeah. top ten. Oh, is like, oh but then you shit. make the other side of it is like there are ninety two professional teams. There is a guy that we work for on FanHub who goes to every Stockport County game, every single one. He made an app. That's all he cares about, Russ. We love you, brother. Ross, Russ, one of the others. But uh, but they go, they go that Russ. deep, right? So I don't. It's weird. Like we're talking about it from this high level, but they go down into these deep sort of like there's Sunday league. That's a thing. They like yeah. it's much more pervasive to both be a fan of your team and play still because uh, soccer yeah. lends that to you. But right? again, you're only no, you're only like no one plays football on their own for fun. No. No, there's no Sunday league throw, have a throw, no, but I mean, and it's not, it's not a, it's not the same thing, but again, but they that's, have, what they, we do have Friday night lights. So it's a we, lot we, of fucking well, stuff. Well, that, there's that, but there's, again, it, I think you're talking about the top 10 ish percent of, yeah. of, uh, you know, the UK population or, or fandom at that point, but mm. no, we have five sports, right? How many people play beer league softball? How many people play fucking rec league something, right? So so sure. you fan it out, yeah. But 
that they all fall in the casuals. I consider myself an American diehard sports fan. I'm not in that 10%, right? No, we're so in another level. <laughs> they are we're, we're exactly. I'm in the 10% of, of the United States fandom. Yeah. I don't come close to the 10% over there, right? No. So, and if I grew up there, maybe I would, right? Maybe it would yeah. be cultural. Um, no, you'd be a hooligan. You would fight oh, yeah. on the terraces. You would do that. I wouldn't anymore, probably because the um, the increase the CCTV would have of quality it. in the cameras. Yes, that's exactly where I was going. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But I, I would have know. some battle scars for sure. In fact, in fact, I do from Rangers Islanders games. So I'm pretty much there still. Okay. Oh God, God love hockey and it's fighting. Uh, so we we go into the games. Liverpool beat Inter. At the San Siro, Firmino and Salah get it done. And Liverpool are moving along, getting themselves into gear. Klopp mm-hmm. seems to be blooding in new players. We've got the, the youngsters are coming through. Um, we've got a real sort of regeneration, I think, that Jota has clearly taken over the Firmino spot, even though Firmino got through. Uh, Harvey Elliott is being playing on a regular basis. And even got Kunate in there in there in a big game against Inter. And this Inter is playing their best. Now, to be fair, Edison Dzeko is 36 years old. Uh, yeah. uh Perisic is 35 years old. So uh, Vidal's also 35 years old. So when you get a sense of what's going on in Syria, ah, they still are playing some oh, uh, Alexis Sanchez came on. You've still got some a little bit retirement home, whereas Liverpool's putting out the best of the they're, best. They're the reloading. They're yeah. really reloading. Yeah. Um, I don't think he made an appearance. Oh, he did. Diaz came on uh, at some point. So yeah, they're reloading. They're not. They're not shying away. And and the thing about the retirement home, and it's not to say that Firmino is there yet, but he came on in the 75th minute, and he is Still officially now. He he's going to get you. You know, do a job for you. So he oh, had the first goal. Uh, yeah. and, and listen, it's a game where they're on the road in champions league, European night, they broke through in a late, you know, two late goals. So that seems to be the theme of the week, you know, realistically. Um, and yeah. And the then champions they'll go, league. they'll go to Anfield and, and there's just, I mean, it's all, there's no way yeah, it's Inter over. has no chance. Listen, like what I would say is if Inter was up two nil, not down two nil, even then they probably, have no probably still should be favored, right? So yeah, yeah I mean, but that, but see, that's the wonder of 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 Liverpool. Their fans, as much as they probably have anxiety, they're afraid. One goal early, and they're like, "We got them." There's oh, yeah. very, very few teams that feel that way. No, right? There's uh, a nervousness. I think it's, I think it's a, a list of one. <laughs> yeah, it's Anfield, right? Right. And I, it's definitely not my team. My team falls behind, uh, even though City, when we win 5-0, we look incredible. City, I think... I, I would say Bayern's probably the other one, but you don't have the fan, like the 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 sky is going to fall on top of me feeling on the pitch. At, at No, they're uh, in a very Allianz. wealthy city of Bayern. It's metropolitan. They have a right. beautiful new stadium. They're no, probably, no, I don't no, know. But, you know, I, what's sad is... I'd say the team on the field is, is right. you feel like right. that, but... But not necessarily right. like, oh my God, there's going to yeah, be batteries coming Yeah, but I don't, I don't think the, the, the Allianz is, is their original stadium. And I'm embarrassed that I don't even know what Byron's old stadium would have been. I, I can't I should say know that. that. And, I don't want, and I don't want to search for it. Uh, I do want to go. We'll go to Salzburg, Byron in a minute. But I do want to go through City. I want to give the team credit. Raheem Sterling with a hat trick 
a natural hat trick after missing a penalty and putting it in natural hat trick, left foot, right foot, and a header. Uh, Ray Admarez also puts one in Phil Foden on some nifty skippy skippy uh, footwork to score a goal. Porto really showed they played okay, but City in these moments when they take four shots and three of them go in, you're gone. They'll blow you away. You need City to miss. When Raheem Sterling is hitting top bins on a cut inside, you're in trouble. So mm-hmm. Raheem in form, City playing, City now fucking around playing uh, John Stones at right back. <laughs> Just giving zero fucks. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks good. You know, yeah. that's just City for you. They didn't need the speed of Walker. And I'm sure when there's more pace involved, Walker will come in. But City cruise this game. They're so precise. They just don't stop. Like, I know everyone feels it's boring. We do the Albert Pujol saying. We do the, I don't want to see Tom Brady come back. He's down 20. He's going to just get this team back in order. It doesn't matter which team it is. That's how City are. They move one way, another player fills in the gap. They move one way, another player fills in the gap. Everything about them is precision. It's killer. If Guard provide, I, I, I'm going to say it now. I'm going to look in the camera. It is February 18th. If Pep doesn't fuck this up, City have a very good chance of winning the Champions League. Of course they do. Once. Of course they do. But I don't Wait know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a lot That's of the dead news. weight. Yeah, but a lot of the mistakes and fuck-ups that Guardiola can do, there aren't many left because the squad <laughs> is getting really small. There's only yeah. like 18 guys on the team now. Like, yeah. As long as he doesn't play Ake in the final, I'm good. Oh, now you've spoken it into existence. Real quick, it's the Munich on. Olympic Stadium. I did look it up, which makes sense. But it's been since 05, 06 that they've had Allianz. So, Munich. Oh, I don't like that. Munich Olympic Stadium? It's a little Nazi-ish, yeah. Um, <laughs> Turkuchu, Turkuchu uh, Munchen is now uh, the current tenant, despite no teams uh, being there since 2006. So <laughs> I think we get a break on that one, if I'm being honest. Um, uh, is that is that that's World War II adjacent? I think uh, we'll, yes. we'll accept we'll accept that as yeah. <laughs> as an item for the show. Um, right, right, right. You know, um, <clears throat> let's talk Red Bull Salzburg from an American perspective. This is all about Aronson. If you watch the American team, he's fucking killer. That team runs hard, fights hard. They're, they have a 33-year-old coach. No player on that team or their coach. This is all their first season. The guy had never been a manager before. And yeah. I wanted to bring it up with Conte's comments about Spurs, saying how he needs more players, he needs more older veterans. And I think it got taken out of context to make the it Conte thing did. sound bad. But I think... You know, it's just two ways of thinking, right? The do we let a team grow in a sort of easier league and let players grow? We sell them on. Red, B, Red Bull Salzburg has put some really great players in this in, into Europe. Holland, Mane being the two that I think of. Uh, Taki Minamino also came through Red Bull Salzburg. And they have the weird sister club where it's like, oh, you could go to Leipzig. We don't own that. Right. Team. I was going to say, I, I confuse them with Leipzig way too much. They're not Leipzig. No, I know, no, I'm saying, I'm like, Timo Timo Werner? No. No. Anyway. Right, but Rangnick, if you're the sporting director, you run both clubs. Yes. Which is weird. And I think they all run Red Bull. They have a whole thing going on. Uh, So it's interesting how they work that. But Aronson was really, really, really good. Uh, And they they will move him on. He's got a a Conor Gallagher quality. I think he's got a very 
his game will translate to England. He's got the hair. He's got the running. Mm-hmm. When he plays for the U.S. men's national team, he's got the fight. And he set up the goal uh, that put um, Red Bull up. But then, of course, Kingsley Coman and the relentlessness of fucking Bayern, they get their goal. If we were still doing away goals rules, I'd still not It would worry. be over, essentially, because you've effectively got to go to, to, to Munich and win, right? Um, whereas now, obviously, you don't. Um, but no, I, I, I still I, – I, I called that out. I think I said in, in the preview episode that I thought Bayern – Byron would handle them, but I think that they, you know, closer than the experts think, sort of thing. So I think it was probably right on the money on that. Um, but no, I just getting back to your Conte thing. Okay. Yeah. He did it at Chelsea. He did it at Inter. He he talks. And by the way, Chelsea gave him a war chest. Chelsea gave him like a hundred million dollars in spending, and he was like, ah, I want more though. So he's insatiable in that front, as he should be. He says he's vocal. He says what he wants. He, he goes after the, you know, he talks about the players he wants to go get. He doesn't give a shit about money. Um, frankly, I, I can't, ima- I can't imagine he didn't, I can't imagine he didn't know Levy was this way. That's the thing is that, so, okay. You have to remember before Spurs hired Nuno, they were this close to talking. We're talking with Conte, Paratici's whispering in his ear. They're buddies from the Juventus days. And then Conte walks away. And it was it was not reportedly over his salary. It was like, hey, you need your your fucking team stinks. You're gonna need X Y Z players. And Levy's like, that's just not gonna happen. Not even like, yeah, 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 it's okay. Fast forward three months later, they hire Nuno and then subsequently fire Nuno. They're still <laughs> paying him, I would imagine. And they go, okay, we'll we'll just lie to you. Like we'll get you whatever the fuck you want to get. Come on in, please come save us. It could happen. Um, it could still happen. It just is going to be. Dude, it's going to be Conte complaining all the way. I don't think he'll leave. I do. I honestly do because he's going to go. 18, where do you think Manchester United? I've said it a few times on the show. He has an eighteen-month contract. What's who gives a shit to him if he leaves? You know, six months into that, what does he care? Right? Like the thing is that there has, like I said, there has to be a job open. But I do think that United. Come on. Do you remember the saga where Cristiano Ronaldo scored a goal and it basically got um it got Nuno fired and not Ole so that so Spurs got Conte and not United? You think that <laughs> they're going to let that happen again? So I think that I think we're going into the summer with the two biggest names in the market still being Pochettino, still being Conte. I I I think one will be a free agent of his own volition. I think the other will get fired. Um Maybe but one I, of them will get the Ray out. Maybe Pochettino will go to Ray Allen. Maybe he will. Um, it feels like weirdly feels like a Pochettino team now. What Ray Al does? Yeah, there's yeah. no major star power. They're they're investing in youth, and yeah. they're, they're not be good. They're not the Galacticos anymore, right? So I think no. he would do. But I mean, we will there. see. We will see. They they will get Mbappe. They could get Holland well, and Mbappe. That's well. That's be, fair. But insane. <laughs> if okay, so it's a question of what happens first, right? Because if Pochettino does go there, does he say I don't want Mbappe? Or yeah, he was great in Paris. Let's get him, right? So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, there's an inflection. Point. I don't. I'm just conjecture here. I have no idea, but I'm saying like that could be the inflection point for that. For they they are still right. playing. They'll go after Holland. They are still playing Casemiro, Modric, and Cruz. Still, yeah, they're on like. Year eight. Yep. 
it's just i mean no. i don't i don't I mean, know well, if together that, yeah Modric's i don't know if, if, if that still i don't know if some of the longevity we're seeing you know we're seeing it with tom brady and we're seeing it with lebron and we're seeing it with certain players cristiano sorry uh messi less so i think Messi's messy not as good as it used to be uh well, let's be very clear about what happened to messi his soul, he he doesn't feel the will to go on anymore. He's playing in Paris because there was nowhere else to go. No really else to go. The Barcelona thing changed him on a molecular level, <laughs> and he doesn't have the drive anymore, right? Whereas, yeah, you don't think so? No, think about it, right? Like Ronaldo goes no. back to United and he goes, "We're gonna do this again." And by the way, and and this is not to speak ill of Messi, who I think is the more talented of the two, um, that. He has an unsa- insatiable drive, right? Not that Messi goals. doesn't, but Ronaldo, I think that's one thing Ronaldo has had over him. And I think that that's where the argument, those who are in, in agreement with the Ronaldo side of, of that, you know, who, who versus who argument. He's much um, more MJ versus LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, but yeah, I think that the, he, he just, felt the pride of Barcelona leave him and that has clearly taken its toll um yeah. so it's not that he's still not one of the best players in the world of course he is but there's yeah, not right. that killer instinct I, I, I feel the same way i think that the episode of ronaldo versus messi i, I you know it, it's it's ad nauseum but i think ronaldo being for lack of a better word more worldly just hey i left portugal at 19 i went to england then I went to Real Madrid in the biggest team in the world. And I said, we were going to win the Champions League. And we won three out of four. And now I'm going from here to there. And I went to Ju- right. Juve and I'm going here. He's just got much more of a killer. The branding is much, he's much more oh, out cloud. front. He's just, all, yeah. he's just, he's just bigger and more, but to be he's clear, got more to him. And in yeah. no particular order, it was Batman and the Joker, right? Like they yeah. played off of each other for how long? Oh, I think that? they definitely pushed each other, but I don't right? think Messi has the, I want to be the biggest media star in the world. He'd rather go home. Yes. Like he, he doesn't care about that. Mm-hmm. And I think it, being out of Barcelona has hurt him for sure. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, and then there's Neymar who I, I, I don't get the Neymar thing. I'll never get it. I never got it. I don't care. I don't think I like Brazilian players in general. Whenever I hear people talk about Ronaldinho, I get frustrated. I'm like, what is it with these fucking guys? The guy burnt out. I don't get it. I didn't watch Ronaldinho on a regular basis, so I can't say that I know everything. And anyone who's watching this and goes, oh, you don't know anything about Ronaldinho, fucking plastic. I'm like, yes, at some point I had to be new to the game. I'm sorry. (laughs) So treat me like a 10-year-old. I simply didn't watch Ronaldinho at the time. It didn't happen. Uh, I'm sorry. Barcelona (laughs) couldn't get past Napoli today in the Europa League. So that's, yeah, sure. (laughs) But it's just, it's a, it's another, it's another moment of, wow, how far they've fallen, right? Ferran Torres missing the shot, missing the shot and crying on the pitch in the Europa Europa League. How are you going to handle it if you're crying in the Europa League? Yeah, yeah. So look, I mean, I, I never had a dog in the fight. I always like watching Real Madrid and Barcelona compete against each other. And I love the the plucky underdog piece of Atletico going back the last 10, 15 years, right? Um, and the whole, oh the whole league is folded into itself. It almost feels like uh, the few 
like the few years, like, well, because the Red Sox were still good, but like after they won in 04, it's like the Amer- rest of the American League just kind of folded into itself. Mm. And that's kind of what Serie A, not excuse me, uh, La Liga feels like right now. So I hope that they get their mojo back just for the sake of the, the neutral. There's a level of athleticism that when you watch La Liga games, it's just not there. Yeah. They're, they're just not like Adama Traore is going to kick that league's ass right but again do you do you remember what the kansas city royals looked like in the heyday of the yankees and red sox they all look like that now <laughs> yeah, yeah right because yeah, the yankees it, and red sox picked up and left fucking town yeah. and you're left with royals versus orioles in august yeah, yeah oh my god yeah. kill me or that that mets that mets uh, Kansas City World Series was just like, what's happening, baseball? Yeah, stop, yeah, what's stop, going on? Here? Stop letting teams win. Like, once Cleveland wins, oh, the, the Indians, I'm calling them the Indians, then the we'll Indians. really have nothing left. <laughs> yeah, they should rig it. Well, that, I mean, that league's not going to start again anyway. Um, <clears throat> let's go into what's coming up and then we'll finish <sighs> off and do a lot of do time have about, to? about your poor team. Uh, matchups this weekend, the Saturday early is West Ham versus Newcastle. All of a sudden, that's a really good fucking That's game. That's a good game. That's a good game. <laughs> Although, yeah. sad news for the L, Newcastle. Uh, Kieran Trippier, broken foot. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. He had scored two free kicks in the last two games. Mm-hmm. West Ham, still fighting, still pushing. Uh, nobody really wants top four. Although, uh, the Brighton loss does put United squarely into that top four slot. They might not release it for the rest of the season. But the way they've been going, I don't expect that. Arsenal, Brentford go to Arsenal. As much as our Brentford love fest has gone on, I feel like these are the teams that Arsenal just beats easily. Like Brentford is feels like, oh, Arsenal is just going to beat Brentford. They've got revenge on their mind for opening go day back, that Friday yeah, night. Go back to that opening day game and yeah. think about where, where Arsenal, Arsenal was are, yeah, <laughs> and where they are now. Yeah, I, it's night and day. So, um, and and I said this uh, the other day uh, on my solo show that I think I think Arteta. It could be manager of the year. If he gets in the top four, he will be he's manager. Definitely. Of the year. Yeah. And and even still, he's he's in the conversation. So but I mean um, it does it does matter. I think like if City finish with 95 points, I guess Pep can't get it again, maybe. Anyway. That, uh, that's the hard part, right? Like we have, yes, we have he is. We almost have a traditional match week in that we actually have six 7 a.m., 10 a.m. kickoffs. So get your goal zone out on on uh, Peacock. For you people in Europe, we have a channel that lets you watch all the games happen all at the same time. You guys have to watch guys talk into screens. Oh, my God. But we can actually watch pe- a game, and they cut into the games. I so imagine Red Zone is available over there, right? Like, no, 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 like no. NFL, NFL Red Zone. Yes, they probably right? have Okay, NFL so there. that's what it is, guys. We came up with Red Zone because fantasy football became the biggest thing in the NFL in the last 20 years. So the NFL was like, hey, here's a way to watch six games at once. This is fucking great. And so basically Peacock and NBC, who have the rights here in the States. Were no, like, it, it, it's, produced, it's produced by the Premier League. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, and they just don't let those guys have it. I love how, how just <laughs> futile they are. In their own well, sport. they've got to they've got to protect the lower league football because yeah, if you actually yeah. had the games be on television, no one would go to uh, Scunthorpe or Rotherham or uh, Kidderminster or uh, Stockport. That, <laughs> uh, that's just the most broken fucking logic I've ever. Anyway, I know it doesn't um, matter. So we carry on. Uh, so that we have 
Burnley versus Brighton. Burnley in the relegation zone. These are the games they got to win. If Burnley wants to get out of it, they've got to take points well, off Brighton. I, I mean, Brighton will play them off the park, but Burnley. So I talked, I talked a little bit about this the other day. I, I, I just, it's over. Uh, Norwich, Watford, Burnley, pack your shit. Like it's over <laughs> because you know, there's not, there's not four teams worse. Three teams, excuse me. No, no, none of them are catching Newcastle, right? This is kind of what I was talking about. Norwich is four points, but with literally 19 goals behind in goal difference or yeah. 17. Yeah. Uh, Watford are six points behind with the worst yeah. goal difference. So, so you have to win two, or if you're Burnley, three more games in Newcastle the rest of the year. That's not no going to happen. No That's way. not going to happen. Although the Trippier thing is big. He's going to sure. be out for six weeks. Yeah. No, but no, Burnley, Burnley, uh, Burnley have one win. They need at least, what did we say? Eight? Six? Eight. Eight? We said eight. We pared it down to like five, right? If they're lucky. Yeah. yeah. Man, but again, they, they start winning they, now. <laughs> they, they've already lost two of their four games in hand. And it's yeah. just, it's the, the, the clock is rapidly approaching midnight for, for Sean. So we'll we'll see side. what Brighton does at home. Uh, Burnley, that's a must win. Uh, Liverpool, Norwich, Norwich at this point, cannon fodder at home. Liverpool should. Ooh, win. That's oh what, what's the line? Probably three, four. Yeah, probably something like that. Uh, another another good game. The now resurgent Southampton under the now resurgent Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard has figured out that Everton. Well, uh, Everton. Have, sorry, yeah, Southampton though are playing Everton. Frank Lampard has figured out that Everton can't defend, and so they're not going to defend. And yep. they're going to play a lot of fun games down the stretch and see if their attacking players can't do something. So it'll be more akin to the Chelsea team that where it was unacceptable to lose. But for Everton, swashbuckling's great. As long yeah. as they win one out of three games, they're gold. Yeah. There, uh, there's nothing ahead of them in this season anyway. They're, they're I mean, it's if Newcastle if is safe, they're safe. Going. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Vill- yeah. Villa, Watford. This is a watershed game. I think Villa need a big performance against Watford. Watford are in bad shape. Uncle Roy is getting nothing out of this team. Uh, they're defensively terrible. And at least under their previous managers, uh, they were scoring goals. But now they can't. Now they just give up goals. And now they can't score goals either. So they are really hitting yeah, but the bottom Villa of the barrel. really have had a wobble in the last month or so. Yeah, so I, would really say, to, I would say that's true. This is a game where they really need to come out strong um, and, and kind of reassert themselves as a top half team because they've fallen into 12th um and their their last game was a loss and i don't remember who it was against that you didn't expect them it was bad it was it It was was everton yeah yeah Yeah, and that was a bad loss everton and then the three three against Leeds. like they're having some trouble here so um oh no sorry they lost to newcastle that was even worse well yeah uh, and then uh, there's a couple of interesting ones to round out the week, right? We've got Crystal Palace hosting Chelsea. I don't know the terms of Connor Gallagher's loan agreement. They may make him sit. Oh out no, for he that. won't play. He won't play. Yeah, they so, don't let you play. Yeah, yeah. So that's a big uh, shot to Palace, but um, you know, yeah, but that, that, could, that could mean game. that that could mean that Alisi and Eze play with Zaha, which could be fun. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, but, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, game, no, but, no yeah. Gallagher. Not Noel Gallagher, but no Gallagher <laughs> against uh, against Chelsea will be sad. Um, but again, Crystal Palace, a problem. Leeds United versus Man United, that will be good on Sunday because Leeds will bring it and they will punch Man United in the face or they, they won't United could just blow punches. them away. Right. Uh, if Leeds shows fight early, this is going to be one of those 
lead scores early. United Bluebirds come out. It's at Ellen Road. Yeah. I don't trust United at all. I think their 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 game plan is make Manchester United flinch. So this is going to be a fun one to see if they can succeed. Um, Wolves and Leicester is going to round out the week on on Sunday at, at eleven thirty Eastern. Um, the dogs, the, the two dogs teams, derby. Two teams that you don't really know what they are. Wolves have been you know strong. They're on the cusp of this top four European spot uh, conversation. Plus Leicester are dogs. not, but if yeah. you would have th- if you would have told me six months ago that Leicester is going to be in seventh and, and Wolves are going to be in eleventh, I go, yeah, that makes a hundred percent sense. But if you would have told me Wolves in seventh and Leicester in eleventh, I'd been like, that's a little funky. So um, it's going to be interesting to see if Wolves can keep their run going. They're four out of five. Um, the one loss they had was to Arsenal, who were right above them. Um, so they're winning games that they should, and that's how you like. Obviously, that's how you get into the top four in European races. Um, but it's a tricky one. I think that they're home, right? They're at, um, they're at the Molyneux. So yeah, so they should have the advantage going in, but, um, we'll see. We'll see. I think Lester can still pack a punch on Lester. You ready for this? Uh huh. <laughs> Lester have a bottom five defense. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how bad they are. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and now, Wolves have a bottom five defense best. versus a, have the have almost the best defense. Third Wolves, best, I think. Yeah. Wolves have the second best defense in the league. Okay. But they have two games less. So they have set it's sure. 14. City are on 14 against, then Wolves, then Chelsea. But they've only played 23 games. But right, they right, can't right. score. So no. we have an immovable object versus an immovable force of yeah. uh of Leicester can score. They need to try to score. They need to play Daka and Madsen and get all those guys moving and just not try and sit on leads. If they get a lead, they need to pour it on, get to four, and hang on for four twos, right? Yeah. Just Leicester need to be 13-14 Liverpool without Luis Suarez. That's how they have to play. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, without I mean, the, the, I mean, I, 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 Brendan Rodgers should know how to do that. So right. uh, just get it going. Find out who your Luis Suarez is. He may be on your team. His name may be Pat Zendaka. <laughs> so, yeah. so just get that going. And hopefully that's that's a good game because I do I do enjoy Wolves. They're weirdly a defensive team that I don't find boring because yeah. um, Neves and Moutinho are so so good when mm-hmm. they play and they do put things together. And that brings us to our friends Manchester City versus Tottenham. Uh, everything says you should get blown away. Yep. You can't score. You can't defend. We're the top scoring team in the league with the best defense. You should have a problem. This should be a really not-in-the-face game. This could be ugly from the jump. But in recent years, at the Etihad, I have a lot of good memories. So I don't think Uh, Tottenham are a team that get up for the big games, which is good because they're going to have a handful of them coming up. Um, But I think that, like I said off the top, you know, uh, all of the reason and logic say Tottenham are going to get blown to pieces in this game and if city score an early goal as we say pretty much every week about city Mm -hmm. then they will but if and 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 that's been the thing for me with spurs against wolves against i forget who it was before that but it was it was shaky and southampton oh they got absolutely battered by southampton so and but it was it wasn't over the course of 90 minutes per se as much as it was in the first 15 you didn't leave your own 18 yards. to me to to me it's if City can shackle Sonny, it's Sonny who kills City. It's Always Sonny on the break. It's, but so, it's, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 is Kyle Walker on the team 
Tyle Walker's got to be in that game. He's got to be the controlling thing because Spurs are too good not to get breaks. There will sure. be moments. It's no, going to happen. But the, the and will it be a two shots, is, two goals? Yeah. The problem I find is if, if Ben Davies starts. If, yeah, I mean, all that all that defense problem is, is if, its own thing. If, you know, you're still not going to have Skip, I'm pretty sure, in the midfield. So Did so he die? What have, happened to him? He's still working through something. I don't remember exactly what. But okay. but so so we're, we're pining for Eric Dyer. This is where we are. Weird. Um, weird but weird but, you know watch the first 10 minutes of this game not so much about how city look but about how tottenham look because if yeah. they're at sixes and sevens and they're a shit show at the back well buckle up because it's going to be a you ride will have the advantage of time you'll have had more time to right practice. because you played midweek city will have played and been in portugal and back yeah so that is one thing but it's not like city don't have a whole other group to play so it's fine. They, they they made the trip, but I mean, let's see. When did you score in that game? Because uh, it was over almost as soon as it started. It, right? it was done at the, it, they were up four at halftime. It was That's not right. a yeah. It was a very low stress game. Exactly. So it yeah, wasn't as if they, they were they were really uh, exerting themselves. Yeah, seven, seventeen, thirty-two, and forty-four. So I, I will give you. So, I will give you. I will give you your fear stat of the day. You ready? Oh, Since good. losing 2-0 at home to Crystal Palace in October, Man City have earned 43 from available 45 in the Premier League, going 14-1-0, and nil, with the exception being the 1-1 draw last month for Southampton. Manchester City have lost just one of their last 11 home league games against Tottenham, going 8-2 and two with two draws before we were having gone down 2-1 in February. Well, I remember the loss, <laughs> and yeah. we, drew, we drew with you... Uh, the two two a couple of years ago. Oh, when when it we was, had thirty five shots on opening day. Uh, was it? That was the day? that was the Laporte handball that wasn't a handball. No, was that was the Lucas. The Lucas comes on late uh, and and scores a header like in the first touch of the game from him. Um, when they had the green jerseys, I think it was twenty nineteen, maybe like the twenty nineteen twenty season. Um, there's been some fucking bullshit games that you guys have pulled out of your asses. That was 2018-19. No, because it was like right after. It was like a, it was before the Champions League final, but it was like right after Ajax. We played let's, you guys. Let's, let's, let's see. Let's really go down memory lane. Yeah, you. let's do this. You fucking asshole. <laughs> you hate, I hate these games. And we got you. We got, listen, if we win, we could do the double. <laughs> yes, which would be so, completely shocking. Let's see. Uh, we've got. That's well, thing. It this be this season you won one nil, yep. right? Yep. Uh, and then the EFL Cup, we beat you one nil. The, the right. Mourinho got fired game. Where's the two two? The two two was the first week of the season. Uh, the expected goals was two point nine to point wait, three wait, wait, wait. on a two two. That was nineteen. That was the opening week of 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 eight of nineteen twenty. At the Etihad. At the Etihad, yes. Okay. Pochettino was still there. Lamella scored and Mora scored in the 56th okay. minute. Yeah, Mora we, was off City the were City were up 2-1, and then Mora came on in the second half. I remember you ready that. for the Lamella stats here? Like Are you ready for this downtown. one? Yeah. City had 30 shots, eight on target. You had hit two out of three. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's the formula. Uh, All right. And then uh, there was a goal chalked off in the final minute. Uh, yes. Uh, it's happened where, again. It's happened yes, again. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I remember that. That was the Laporte uh, game. Right. That was uh, brutal. 
uh, it was good old good old friend Nico Altamendi was still on the team. Oh my uh, goodness! Uh, you know, there, there was some old friends that uh, were in this game. Your team had a lot of old friends. Uh, Erickson was still around, fucking around. So still playing. The twenty that's, that's twenty nineteen twenty. So then twenty eighteen nineteen, we were in the stadium already. Um, There's been some real would... bangers <laughs> where City just completely annihilated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That been, you've, the, had, you've had some under one goal games. Under we had, one, so we had the Champions League, the Champions League games, um, where we actually went one and one. <laughs> um, the fourth, and then was fucking bonkers. Oh my god, it was that was still the wildest game I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> and then the thing, the one I remember, the game that we beat you at the Etihad was the 2016 Valentine's Day. Um, and I've said this on the show before. It was uh, Lamella. There it is. Through the pat, through the legs of a, of the city center back to Erickson in the 85th minute, I believe, um, and a man kissed me on the lips after that game, uh, and it was Valentine's Day, so I cheated on my now wife with a man. Um, I mean, but the, there are some real fucking names on this team that n- no city fan ever remembers again. Fernando, people, no one remembers Zabaleta and Clichy in the back. I mean, this is this is year two Pellegrini, not not yeah. great. Yeah. This is your ascendant, the ascendant Spurs. Yeah. This is the declining post. Uh, Pep is about to come. I think Pep may have been announced already, and the team completely checks out on Pep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, that th- game, who called, who Kyle called Walker. A, who called him a dusty cunt? Was it? Uh, <laughs> I don't was remember. it? It's the coach from Newcastle, the asshole with the white hair. Who, oh, who, uh, Steve Bruce. No, no, no. The the other guy who did the dance against uh, in the in the oh, FA Cup. Alan Yes, yes, he called him a dusty cunt. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> what a great, what a great insult. Um, that that two one game. Also, Walker was on our side still, yes. and I forget who the city. I think it was Sterling. It ha- of course it was Sterling. He's away, and in frame comes Kyle Walker like fucking roadrunner, and he shoves him in the back in the penalty area. No call. No call. And like my my balls are in my throat. I'm like, oh my god, how the fuck did you get away with that? I that always see. So there are two things about Raheem Sterling that I love about him. One, he I believe, and we'd have to check. And I don't care if it's true; it doesn't matter. I believe he's the all time leader in penalties called against. Like he's drawn the most penalties in Premier League history. Okay. He also doesn't get any penalties called like it could be even more <laughs> like, yeah yeah because he's so, he draws so many because i mean the great thing about raheem sterling is as much as he's frustrating and can't finish he gets to where he's supposed to be oh yeah and so he gets knocked over all the mm-hmm. time <laughs> yeah but uh, he's like he bambi also, he's but he's also really strong and gets in position and runs where he needs to be and when he's in form he may end up in a top five all-time Premier League goal scorers. It's just like for a guy who can't shoot and has a chocolate foot, meaning it it, it, melts. it bends, it cracks. <laughs> yeah. The guy is just scores goals. He's like he's he's more than a tap-in merchant because he's not a big lumberer who stays in the box. He he does take people on, but you know, he does get into places. And he started at fucking 16 years old, and yeah. he there's nothing slowing down about him. And I He's hard to love, which is weird. I get uh, that. All right, so then it's it's time. What say you on Saturday at 12.30 Eastern? 
I'm just gonna. I'm going hard. I'm gonna give you guys a goal, but it's gonna be like four one. I get that. I'm <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking one nil Spurs. No, no, I can't. You're not stopping taking, us. No, one 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 one. <laughs> you going and, for the and draw? Loris Loris is man of the match. He fucked you last week. Did you no, talk about didn't. how shitty he was? No, he didn't. He Come didn't. on, dude. He kicked an atom ball to Davies, and he had two chances to block the other one, and he hit it right to fucking Podence. No, he punched it out. And and I, as I said, it went to Jimenez, not Podence, and Jimenez made a great pen the volley. But no, I mean, first and foremost, he has earned the right to make as many mistakes as he wants for two reasons. A, he's one of the best keepers, shot stoppers in the world, if not the best. And he plays with that defense in front of him every it's fucking terrible. week. It's so bad. They're awful. Okay. <laughs> so even if I believe that that goal was his fault, which I still don't, it's okay. Put it on his tab because he has a lot more to go before we're all even with Davies and Sanchez and fucking um, – Who's the other one? Royal. Okay. That guy's bad. Yeah. And Tanganga and Aurier and like, and oh. concussed Vertonghen. Okay. <laughs> Poor concussed Vertonghen. Is he still somewhere just throwing up from his concussion? Is he in Besiktas? I should somewhere. never say any mean words about Super Jan. I love him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jan. <laughs> Um, but no, so I'll take, I'll take a one, one, we need, that needs to be your fucking, you need to change your fantasy team name to concuss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. Vomiting yawn. Vomiting yawn. Even better. You know, what's really sad. Are you ready for how bad the Man United defense is? They're third in shots allowed and number one in saves. Wow. That is so bad. I can see making fun of Ederson. I'm going to go through this. Ederson, I think for the last five years, has faced the least shots in the league. He never, yeah. nothing ever happens. To uh, Allison's probably close. Allison's always right behind him, meaning he's ahead of him by yeah. one. Anyway, I'm wrapping this bitch up. All right, let's get out of here. That was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with a resurgent Mike and resurgent Laurent. We are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple, please rate and review the show. Somebody said something nice about our FA Cup coverage. Was it you? Say it again. All right. Bye.